Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Mm. Woo! Adventure Boys! Ah, uh, We're such Adventure Boys. Da, da, da. Really old guy. <laughs> Super old. <laughs> Oh, hey, everybody. I'm really worried for his bones. <laughs> really worried that his bones will break. Um, uh, my, name is, my name is Stephen Pill. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The Dial of it's Density. A... <laughs> oh, if it had fuck. crossed over with Back to the Future, I wouldn't have given a fuck. Yeah, fuck it. Who gives a shit, a shit at this point? Yeah. I miss the desert. I miss the sea. And I miss waking up every morning. Wondering what wonderful adventure the new day will bring to us. Those days of come and gone perhaps perhaps not uh, i'm gonna open the fucking arc on this movie mm. uh jesus fucking you really Christ, burn Tom. your eyes out of your head huh yeah this is uh <sighs> folks it's the latest and the oldest indiana jones adventure it's in theaters right now it's doing okay it's getting pretty average it's getting pretty average reviews yeah, it's so it's not doing okay box office wise because this oh, movie. Really? Cost, oh, I thought it was doing okay. Uh, this movie cost almost three million dollars, Tom. <laughs> that's right. I, that's right. I just read that it almost three yeah. three hundred million. I think you meant to say. Yeah, three hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, let me the, let me tell you something, Dave. You don't see it in a lot of it. You really don't. Yeah, I the, can't the, fucking the, believe uh, this. The action sequences in this movie look like dog shit. Yeah, okay, so I hated this movie, Tom. Um, Whatever little scraps mm -hmm. that are in this movie that's good, I'll explain why it doesn't matter. Uh, But I want to hear your thoughts as well. Um, I actually liked this movie fine, which is why it was so frustrating to me. Like, I thought all of the non-action sequences were, were fine to good. Like in terms of how they were shot and how they were staged and how okay. they were paced and like the rhythm to it. But like it seems like as soon as they got into action sequences, they fucking forgot all that. And everything is shot in like this weird claustrophobic Jason Bourne hypercuts. It's really muddy. There's so much digital effects in there. You can't tell what's going on anyway. It was just it's antithetical to what Indiana Jones was supposed to be, which is this big stunt right. franchise. And that's why I would say no to the good stuff right like, I see here's the saying, thing yeah. i i've seen a lot of reviews and i you know I, whatever I just, it, I, just it's real, generally just, speaking just real quick i wanted to say that i'm fascinated that in my opinion this movie is good on paper 
Like there's not, in my opinion, what's wrong with this movie is the way they shot it. I, I have some notes about the plot as well. So do I, um, uh, well, and we'll get into that. But like it's, that yeah. was kind of what the most surprising thing to me, which is what makes this a uniquely frustrating movie for me, is that See, I think this is a good movie and the action sequences were just shot like dirt. Yeah, I, I just can't say it was a good movie. I understand that this, like I've seen a lot of reviews of people like, Oh, it was fun. I had fun. It's it, it doesn't compare. Like you can't compare it to the first ones. Of course it can't. I I reject that kind of. It's because, a it's a sequel. You're making a sequel. So like yeah. when you make a sequel, you're entering into that territory specifically. So you you had better be prepared to be compared to the previous ones. Yeah, and I reject like this got lukewarm. And it's funny for me to push back on that. I'm just like, no. Uh zero this should get a zero uh and i i have reasons why um because i i think starting from the fact that this movie shouldn't have been made to begin with i agree i i, agree. I saw the i saw the dead kennedys tom I remember mm-hmm. uh i remember the dead kennedys and uh, i saw I sure them do. once they had after they broke up and so it was the dead kennedys without jello biafra and as a band in a vacuum it's fine good band you know obviously it's most of the members of the dead kennedys um, as the dead Kennedys, we booed them off the stage, Tom, because you can't it's like, do that. It's like seeing the misfits without Glenn Danzig. Exactly. And so likewise, I don't think people realized how vital Steven Spielberg is yes. to Indiana Jones. There is there is a an instinct in this film, I feel like, uh, because obviously this is the first in the series, the only one that's not directed by Spielberg, the only one that, that wasn't based on a story idea by Lucas. So this is completely divorced from the original creators. Um, it's directed by yeah. James Mangold. Who knows his way around a movie? He's made movies that I think are quite good. 310 to Yuma yeah. is up there. Um, At this point, after this and Logan, I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I, it's, he's, I, he's really, I don't know if it's... He's really inconsistent, but... The point I was trying to make is there's an instinct that feels apparent in like every frame of this film, which this movie is trying desperately to be different. This movie seems to be doing everything it can to not quote Steven Spielberg, which I understand. I understand. Yeah, hold on. I got a I got a full thought here. I know, Uh, I know. (laughs) Which I understand from an artistic standpoint, because obviously you're an artist. You want to make your own statement. You want to find your own way. You want to say, this is my take on this classic character. I get that. But when Indiana Jones is so, what Indiana Jones is, the essence of the franchise, is so tied up in what a Steven Spielberg movie is. Like what we consider uh, an Indiana Jones action sequence is actually a Spielberg action sequence. Like with the, the games, the escalation, the fact that it's, it's filmed in a way to highlight practical stunt work that, that requires a lot of coordination and a lot of choreography. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of big wides, uh, not necessarily big wides, but long shots rather than hypercuts. Um, it's all, yep. it's all of that stuff. It all, it, it, which is just like a thing that he does that is like, so tied into the DNA of an Indiana Jones movie that I think trying deliberately not quoting Spielberg in an Indiana Jones movie is a huge mistake. I think so too, but I think you can even say that like, just get understanding it. Like it felt like it lacked yeah. the understanding yeah. where it's like, you don't even have to do the same type of Spielberg shot. It was the wrong but you have tone. To sort You're of, right. It, yeah. And so, like, I think about Jurassic World as a very good example of what I think this movie is, which is I think in a couple of years people are going to be like, wow, 
That was a piece of shit, wasn't it? I think there's some great music in this for obvious reasons. I think there's a lot of imagery that we like, but I think the character of Indiana Jones uh, was done very dirty in this. I think um, they also, uh, yeah, more importantly, what you're getting to, the action of this is absolutely embarrassing. It's uh, really be bad. Ashamed. It's really bad. It's like, it's this inexcusably a, bad. Yeah. This is a stunt movie. It always has been, even with Crystal Skull. Yeah. Uh, it also has specific tones to it. It's a fantasy uh, adventure film that's, that's you and know. It's, there, uh, there is some teeth to it, which Mangold, yeah. Mangold did keep that, which I appreciated. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. He's not afraid to show you the bad guys getting pulverized, which is a staple sure. of the Indiana Jones series. So they at least understood that tone. But like, yeah, the spirit, it really doesn't, it doesn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie. It's... It really yeah, doesn't. So I, let's start with that, because the question is, what makes an Indiana Jones movie I was thinking about? What are the iconic things we think about? Uh, running from the boulder, obviously. Opening the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, the, the, the fight uh, with the strong Nazi, right? Yeah, that's just from always, the first movie. It's always all those examples are starting with one. The, the hero with one perception of what's going to happen and it, imme- yeah. it immediately gets subverted. So he's scrambling for the rest of the scene. And that's always, a, that's sure. always an, like, that's that. Always the underdog. The underdog, always. the having to think on his feet, you know, the I'm making this up as I go line. It's, he's a guy yep. that shit goes wrong for him constantly, but he leans into it. And that's like an element of all of the action sequences in Indiana yep. Jones. S- swinging on a whip, using the whip to swing, even in Crystal Skull. Uh, the strong man, even in Crystal Skull. The um the You're the right, villain. he doesn't swing on the whip a single fucking time. Nor is there a strong man. There is, that's but in he every gets, single film. There is, but he gets dispatched by the kid. Yes, that's true. Yep. And that is wrong. Um, because these are weird unofficial things, but I would argue this is part of the DNA. The villain uh getting what they want and being destroyed for it is sort of in this, but it's a plane crash? I like yeah. what the Fuck? Here's, See, things here's, like that to me. We'll talk. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I have, I have other a, things about I have a specific end. thought on that, but yeah. Um, no booby traps in this. Not one. There was one puzzle. Uh, it's not really a treasure hunting film. He barely does any treasure hunting. Again, this is something that's sort it's of mo- in all of it. It's them. mostly just going to a place to... Which is a part of Indiana Jones. But yeah, you're right. It's very little like... It's not really concerned with the um, the antiquity of it, which is another thing that, like, I don't necessarily... Uh, the ending of this movie is going to be really controversial, like the last act of this movie, because they, spoilers, they travel back in time to a battle in ancient Greece, and Indiana Jones literally meets Archimedes. And that, yes. there's something to that that you and I were actually talking about the other day off mic, about something that you think Crystal Skull did wrong, and I kind of agree with, where you see too much of the alien. Because, like, yeah. Indiana Jones is an archaeologist, right? He's he's picking up the pieces that are left behind. Um, so, like, an element of all the Indiana Jones movies is there's a supernatural thing that we're sort of in the dust of, like, we're in its wake. We're kind of... Yes. We're picking up the pieces about it, and we can't ever know the the people or beings or entities that left these things behind. We don't ever see them, and that's part of, like the mystery and kind of like there's always a little bit of a horror bent in Anna Jones. And that's sort of where it comes from. It's like the artifacts are always something left behind by some ineffable force. 
like something we can Correct. barely comprehend and something that we don't see. Like the closest we get to seeing it is the ghosts come out. Like we see remnants of its power, like the ghosts coming out of the ark, the uh, the stones burning through the bag and burning Molaram's hand, uh, the ancient knight, um, and then the spaceship and ultimately the alien in Crystal Skull, which you argued that seeing the alien was too much. And I agree with that. Like, I, I think the, yeah. the spirit of Indiana Jones is you never see the thing. You just see what they left behind. Exactly. Um, and, this, and I would argue this movie, time travel and aliens are acceptable. They're for sure. acceptable things. For sure. Yep. For sure. I just think Indy, it felt weird to have Indy meet the history in that sense. Yes. Like, because uh, he meets the knight in Last Crusade, and it's like we kind of already had this moment, and it was much more meaningful in Last Crusade because we had that whole backstory of his dad being tied up with Grail history, and also like Indy was yep. raised Christian, so he's meeting evidence of a Christian god, and like it was this, in like he's able to use the Grail to save his dad's life. It was this big powerful moment that was tied up in everything that the movie was about but he meets archimedes in this movie and they try to treat it with the same weight and it's just we don't he's never mentioned archimedes in the yeah. series like he just we don't have that connection here so it's yeah. it's weird to throw him into it just it just felt wrong like it felt like too much it felt like too well, too too much let's talk about indiana jones the character because that through that all right so he, yes, he goes back in time. He meets Archimedes. They yeah. treat it like this big deal, right? So, as you've already pointed out, that there's nothing in the previous films to show that Indiana Jones gives a shit no, about Archimedes. Nothing even in this I'm film. Not, like. yep, I'm not saying he wouldn't. And this is the thing. They do this plot where his friend is obsessed with the dial, not him. And he is like, whatever. Um, right, because he, so at the he, very doesn't, end, he doesn't believe in spiritual mumbo jumbo. Right. At the very end, he goes back in time, and the weirdest fucking thing happens. He wants to stay, and he cries about it, it and he goes like, no, no sense. leave me. It's, this is the shit where I'm like, this isn't just a bad Indiana Jones movie. It's a bad movie, and it's also bad, um, like, okay, question. Why is he scared of bugs? Why is Indiana Jones scared of bugs in this? He's never been scared of bugs before. That's the entire thing. He's not scared of bugs. He's scared of nothing except, except for snakes. snakes. Yeah. Why would he be sad about, why would he be grumbling about the fucking moon landing and not want to care? He's a teacher. He'd um, be all about the fucking moon. Although I do, I he do, has, I do respect that. They just didn't explore it enough. It was the idea that he doesn't think there's any adventure left. Like, because yes. his, his take on the moon is, well, there's nothing up there. It's just a wasteland, which is Crystal, is true in a technical and cynical way. And they could have done something interesting with that, but yeah, they didn't. But uh, let me ask you a question. Would he think that way if perhaps he saw aliens? Nope. That there was nothing else to... Yeah. See, this is the, these are the issues where it's like he's inconsistent with the past characters. I can't stress this enough. I need people to really, really fucking go back and watch Indiana Jones and then watch this movie again and tell me if it's any good because it is not good. It really isn't. I, I, I don't... Uh, so, like, he, he has no arc in this. He has no agency. He doesn't. He gets... He gets they, dragged they, from they, thing to thing to the point that the main character punches him and he is knocked out for the ending of the third and he, act he, wa and we just go he wakes up for the reconciliation with marion that was done off screen yep. without him like it's he is so That's... devoid of agency or an arc in this it's really weird like it's yeah they because 
I think, well, you, first of all, like uh, I, I had a thought related to this where it's yeah. like, you know, we Crystal Skull, for all of its faults, I actually enjoyed as a send off for Indiana Jones. I like where the, where that movie left him. And we were talking about this a few days ago off mic, but I'm repeating it here for all of the, the benefit of all the listeners who are not my personal friends. Um, uh, like the movie left They're him. all your personal friends, of course, Tom, in a way. Yeah, in a way, you guys all are. Um, yeah. You're beautiful. Um, but it leaves him where like he's he's getting married to Marion who is it's the the quote unquote bond girl that we've all always liked the best she was everybody's favorite um, yeah i mean he's got a he groomed her tom uh, he groomed her okay <laughs> i can't don't worry about it like i'm going all right <laughs> like, she was a child sure i mean i think listen i love Indiana Jones tom i i love Indiana Jones but that's always a funny detail uh that Something, something fucked up happened. But go on. Sorry, I don't. Sure. I don't want to like. It, all, it also depends on how literally you take that. Um, yeah, I, that's I know, true. That's I know true. there's the, I know there's the uh, infamous re- uh, recording of them brainstorming the movie and and Lucas and and cast and really being gung ho about making Marion a teenager. But also yeah. in that recording, no, I, also I, in that recording is Spielberg movies. saying she'd better be older than that. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. depends on how literally you take. I was a child. Anyway, yeah. the, the fact is, he was much older. And sure. <laughs> anyway, the it point was a is different time. The point is, she's the one we liked. And and yeah. he ends up with her and he's got this son and he was cool and we liked him. And, and they're they're all together. Uh, and it was that way for 15 years. It's been 15 yep. years since Crystal Skull, Dave. Yeah, uh, I want to keep talking about that a little bit because just uh, just, real, just real, real quick to finish my point. Oh, sure. Is they left him in a place that I felt satisfied as a lifelong I Indiana agree. Jones fan. Like I can't I can't remember a time in my life when I didn't know who Indiana Jones was. So it's I've, it's been a, a hero of mine my whole life. That movie ended. I was like, I like I like ending it this way. I like knowing that Indy lives happily ever after with his his best gal and his cool son Hard and all of his agree. friends. And then they fucking dig him up 15 years later and what do we learn when this movie starts? His fucking son is dead and he and Marion yep. are split up. And it's like, wow, if you're going to dig him back up, if you're going to rip this wound open after giving us that, that fine ending uh, almost two decades ago uh, and make a huge offer like this where you're, you're going to re... You're going to set the character in such chaos that you're literally killing his son and taking his wife away from him. It's like, boy, this is a bold offer. You better have a good reason, a good compelling story to tell about Indy uh, to justify putting him through this. And nope, they don't. Nope. You know what it reminds me of, Tom? What's that? Logan. Yeah. The movie Logan. Because that's the same thing where they're like, okay, let's start with a really depressing situation. Uh, and then, you know, we're going to earn it by making it like good. And it was like, this was just another superhero movie. That's how I feel about this. This was another mediocre middle of the road action movie. Um, and as you're saying, like, I totally agree where Crystal Skull it's like, you know, the Shia LaBeouf of it all. I get it. The CGI I, of it all. I like Shia I, I get in that it. movie. I like his character. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, there's like a meta aspect where people sure, you know, but I liked his character uh, uh, in that movie. For, well, that's what I was getting to. Is like I don't, I like the greaser son. I think that's a good take yeah. on a son of Indiana Jones. It's not an, it's a new version of Indiana Jones. Um, you could extend that character if you wanted to. I think the fact that it's Spielberg and Lucas, for better or for worse, 
It's them. That's the sauce. I think there, yeah. there's a hundred percent. There's shit I didn't like about that movie. I'm of not going to re- do revisionist. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend that the, movie was the, good. The last act of that movie is a mess. <laughs> yeah, but things like using the atomic age and like and 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 playing that up. Cool idea. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they executed it perfectly, but these are all good instincts. And then the fact that, like you said, happily ever after. Um, where, and you think about Indiana Jones is like, they use him, they make him a curmudgeon in that, but they still make him like respected because of course he would be respected. Right. He would go on to write books to be an important person. He'd be super um, famous in the field of, ac- or infamous in the field yeah. of academia. But like, yeah, it also, it ends with, um, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. It, it would, ends with him just getting married and, and, uh, still taking yeah, the hat be, and, and walking he, off. Yeah, he said he'd be respected. Uh, anyway, there was something to yeah. that that uh, my brain can't remember. Anyway, but yes, totally agree. Yeah. And so starting him off in a shitty one bedroom apartment, uh, with his son's de- death, I, it's exactly what you're saying. It was like, okay, I need you to earn this because oh. this is not, I, not only is this depressing, it doesn't really make sense. No. Like, why is he in this position? Why is he in it? He's, Did something he's, go horribly wrong? He's retiring as like a professor, a tenured professor of archaeology yeah. after decades. And then the I fact think, that I it think, still ends in that shitty apartment, but Marion's there. Well, it's Marion. like, okay. I, th- I think it's, he moved out and Marion's coming to him, I think is how they're explaining it. So it's like, they just got separated is the vibe. Yeah, the yeah. But like... I hate it. I hate it. Like, I don't, why would you do this to him? And like, yep. they don't, they don't have a story to tell. Like it, like we explained, he just gets knocked out by Phoebe Waller bridge in the past and wakes up in his apartment. And uh, Phoebe has just uh, repaired everything for him. Like Marion just walks in and they just reconcile. He hasn't done anything. Like he's not learned any lesson. Yeah. Like it's I, I, like, the, remember, I, I remember what I wanted to say about crystal skull is that, is that they had that, oh, yeah. they had that fun arc where he's turning into his dad. Yes, like it was, and it he's, was, a he's a curmudgeon. He's a curmudgeon. But he's yeah, yeah exactly. So, it, it, like, they, they didn't even have something like that. Like, it's it's weird what this movie chooses to reference about the Indiana Jones series, and what one hundred percent what it comes up like right up against and doesn't reference. Like, like we said, he never swings on his whip a single time. Uh, the movie doesn't open with the 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 Paramount logo fading into a mountain. Although Temple of Doom doesn't wanna, either. I, but I want to talk about that um in in a moment but mm-hmm. i just want to note remember when fucking he wants to get the the ark or the the holy grail yeah and he has to let it go yeah like why couldn't they just have a scene where he's has to let it go where he makes the decision why does he get punched out like that's that's what's so weird about that moment is like there first of all they didn't set right. up he's him already, wanting to be back he's there he's already been he through this like he was yeah. dangling off a ledge with his father holding his hand after he just went on this huge restorative adventure with his dad to repair their relationship. And it's all this unspoken emotion coming to the surface. And it's the he sum. He calls him Indiana. The sum, right. The sum total of their whole lives collides in that moment. And he says, Indiana, mm-hmm. let it go. And that's his dad who was obsessed with the grill. And Indy lets it go. It was a whole fucking thing about yep. Indy choosing... Uh, yeah it's 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 embarrassing what they don't remember this character's already been through when they do this movie (laughs) and then so and then the idea that they're trying to create some sort of thing between him and wombat i forget the i forget the character's name he calls her wombat helena Helena. she's great the actress is great uh, great. Uh, i don't know her 
I don't know her. And what I we don't know her at all. Yeah, they're introducing two brand new characters because she has a little short round type sidekick with her. Yep. So it's always tough when you're introducing two brand new characters in the fifth movie. And they well, yeah, and like you could say like, oh, technically we didn't know Sean Connery, but there was there was there was like um, it felt like it was like oh, it's his dad. There's a shadow hanging over him. Yeah, exactly. Like it worked in that sense. This character, but the other part is there's no dynamic at the end. She just hits him and is like, I'm dragging you, and it's like they haven't. There's no arc between them between their characters in a satisfying way there is an arc Um, that they tell us is happening but it doesn't actually happen because the conflict between them is that he was supposed to be her godfather her dad toby jones kind of went crackers and died and he wasn't there for he didn't the the whole and uh, they do a fun scene where she points out that is the literal point of a godfather is you're supposed to step in if something happens to the parents right and he didn't do that um, so she's become like a worse version of of Indy. She's closer to like Belloc than he is. She's a right. real wheeler and dealer. But like the idea is that after spending this time together, she becomes more compassionate and he sort of steps into his role as, as being her father uh, because he just lost his son. Like all of that's on the table and could have worked. But let me make it clear that they don't do any of that. Like none of that yeah. is actually in the movie. That's what they want us to feel. But the movie doesn't actually do any of that stuff. Also, who is Toby Jones? His friend. Like, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> it's one of his archaeologist uh, I don't friends. Know. We, we, have, we have friends of his that we've established in previous movies. Uh, we even have a child that he took care of briefly. There are a lot of characters that could come I, back or could I, have a connection I was to him. Legitimately, but they make up a new friend yeah. to have a goddaughter. So it's like I am not invested. Like, why isn't it a Brody? Why isn't it some related to Marcus Brody? Wait, why wouldn't it be Marcus's kid? Why wouldn't it be one of Sala's kids? Or why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be Mutt? Like uh, they just decided why to kill him off and stuff. Like it's yeah. like what it's. Yeah, there's short round. Like for fuck's I, that's sake. That's what I was about to say. I was baffled yeah. that he didn't show. Like I was so expecting a Kehui Kwan cameo in yeah. this movie because he's blown up. He just won the Oscar, but he's not in this movie at all. It's like, boy, if there yeah. was ever a time to mention short round again, it would be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie. All right, so I, you mentioned the Paramount logo, and I want to talk about that because I think that's a microcosm for the entire problem. Yeah, which is no, weird. It, that that gelled in my head in the first five minutes. Like, oh, they. Yep don't understand it's it's the the things they well, i mentioned earlier that's fascinating to me the things they choose to reference and the things they choose not to even though they come right up against some things that would be obvious references so like yeah. the fact that it doesn't start with that it instead just starts with a really like temple of doom doesn't start with a mountain either but you know what it does start no. with a fucking elaborate dance sequence to anything goes well, <laughs> like, it also for the record it still fades from the paramount logo to a mountain on a on a giant that's like that coin right you're right it does still do it every movie does the fade even if it's a fucking you know hedgehog thing the 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 groundhog groundhog. so it's still Um, yeah it right off the bat like five minutes in i kind of knew we were in trouble because it was like oh the the action sequences look bad and because it didn't it didn't even it didn't do the most basic obvious reference to the to the original movies so it like so right away it tells me oh you didn't know what was important about Indiana well, here's Jones. Well, what, here's what I think it actually is. So the Paramount logo does happen, but then the Lucasfilm logo happens after. And I bet you 
that there is a legal reason that the logos go in the order they go in. And if you cared about the movie, you would say, yeah, but we have to do it the other way. So let's make sure we do it the other way. But Disney doesn't care. So they just say, no, this is the order the logos go. So what, what do they, uh, so what does the, the, the Paramount logo symbolize? It's always to a mountain, a mountain to mountain. It's always this idea of like, we're getting into an adventure. Adventure, discovery. Um, Uh, So what they do instead, an exotic place, a locale where people don't normally go. Yep. What they do instead is they fade the Lucasfilm logo, which I don't, I don't know if you know, this is square shaped. So right away, I don't know if people even noticed that they did it. Uh, It's a square to a square. They faded into a door lock into a door lock. And it was just like, okay, so not only did you have to not do the Paramount logo, probably because you have corporate bullshit which again if your film if you find yourself having to face that you should ask yourself like maybe we shouldn't make this movie if we can't even do this right if we can't even um, agree on this like for yeah. for the spirit of the film we can't even agree on yep. this yeah because the fucking paramount logo is in there uh, uh so okay a square i don't know put it like i don't know fade it into something exciting not a fucking lock symbolizing prison and adventure well that actually was an an apt way to open the film because all of the action sequences feel claustrophobic as fuck there is a scene later where they are you remember when they're being chased by a car through the alleyway and it gets too it gets too small and the car crashes behind them which has been done a million times uh they shoot that in like a medium close-up and it's like why aren't we seeing it it was weird it's a it was weird um, this beginning sequence, I gasped, by the way, when I saw Indiana Jones's rubber face. I thought it was he, obvious. I'm sure he it's looks, different from different people. He looks fine when he's not moving or speaking. But when yes. he starts speaking, brother, he looks like a fucking ghost from a PS3 game. He really does. Like it, it's, it's very bad. <laughs> it's not and great. It begins, <laughs> it begins with this Nazi castle, which is fucking, you know, sure. uh, Last it's Crusade. Classic Indy, That's sure. it. It is and it isn't because I, I there's a lot of parts like you were saying where it's like they choose to remind us of better things. Yeah. Um, and so think about the opening of every Indiana Jones up until this point. There is a vibe. It's been an, right. And they've all been like all time classic. Like even yeah. even like Crystal Skull obviously is less so, but it's still like it's a good fucking opening. It was it was big enough that it coined a phrase like nuking the fridge, and yeah, it's a pretty yeah. good fucking opening. Like that whole oh, sequence yeah. in Area Fifty One fucking rules. I so I'm not even talking about half hour in. I'm talking like five minutes in. So like Raiders, obviously he comes out of the shadows, the gun, um, the musical number at the beginning of temple that's going into this like james bond spy-esque sequence um and again raiders we know it the booby trap um the fucking river phoenix sequence every time they kind of wait a little bit to reveal indiana jones Mm -hmm. it's a big deal and then even the river phoenix one we don't even technically see harrison ford for a while the uh uh fucking crystal skull the uh the 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 army guys racing the people in these beautiful spielberg wonders they break in they take them out uh, again it's good that's a good intro for indiana and jones it, they it, whip it, him out it, of the truck immediately introduces you to the vibe of the film like the free-spirited yep. teen greaser vibe of the 50s and then it's like nope cold war hardcore black yep. black dagger shit this movie you see indiana jones maybe in the first 30 seconds maybe even 20 seconds and he is a rubber-faced ghoul and then they just blast you into a sequence 
a a action sequence that's not very good and i was like where are the fucking vibes like every other movie takes like and this is the spielberg of it all every other movie takes its time to gives us a few minutes to like take it and sets the tone where it tells you like okay this is the adventure you're on this one immediately goes into um an action sequence with no fucking really like uh reverence for like that the start of the movie introducing it you really feel the lack of spielberg on uh, on paper this sequence should have worked in my opinion yeah i think the, the noose idea was the best thing they had in the movie it's it, the noose the train sequence on paper is not bad yep. like that's a that's a cool idea for a train sequence obviously if you're gonna do a train sequence there was always already a pretty great one in last crusade so if you're gonna do another train sequence you'd better you'd better make it good and like on paper like all of the ideas like there's different things that happen and different beats in the sequence that i really enjoyed and thought were clever it's just it's shot it's so confined the way it's shot it's so muddy because it's at night and i also suspect part of that is to distract from the de-aging effect on harrison ford's face and then the the de-aging effect the fact that all of these stunts are performed by like a rubber face digital homunculus. It's like, I can't, yep. it's, this is not Indiana Jones. Like Indiana Jones it's is also, about the, the practical stunts. And like, it's not, it is not just the stunt work. It's how it's staged and shot and the choreography of it. It's like, it's also not yeah. setting the tone for the film. No, not at all. Because we don't follow a young Indiana Jones. It's a, it's it not well, really, you know, like, I mean, yeah. last crusade does that as well. But, but last crusade is establishing the relationship with his dad. Yes. Um, yeah, this doesn't even have the wombat stuff. It has the father, which is like, again, right. They Toby should have, they should like, have introduced Helena in the opening, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe start it from her perspective. That'd have been uh, interesting. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it looks like crap. The night shots, it's all that blue shot where there's no lighting. It, it, it all, it, again, it's it feels all very, like a very, very clearly day for night. It's, it's all, yeah, there's, it's the mediocre modern look of night, there you is know, like lighting. A digital sheen on every shot of this film. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And the creative stuff you mentioned, I think a lot of it's just from other movies or from under Indiana Jones. Like you mentioned the train. Um, they, they're so, they like do it like four times where a character's head is almost hit by I don't mind like, hanging off of but things. It's, but it's, I don't mind it, but it was like the only thing they had. Um, and again, that's a, been uh, done in Indiana Jones a few times. The gun turning around, that's been done. The Nazi castle again, like I no, I, I agree with you where it's like on paper it can be good. Yeah. But the reason it can be good is also because it's just taking a lot of the aspects of previous Indiana Jones. Sure, but you could make that argument about any one of the sequences from the, the sequels, really. Yeah. Um, I might no like I, I like true. I like the like the constant almost getting their heads knocked off is great. I think it's a great game because like you forget about it and then another thing comes right. Oh shit, right. We have to watch yeah, out. But for they that. don't they don't play it like a game. They, what they, I mean by that is you would want him to like almost get his head cut, knocked off, punch a guy, fall, and almost get his head knocked off again. Like it would be succession. Right. But they just do it like every few minutes. Like I was because it's like they don't they don't know what else to do. Like I was saying, it's good on paper. It's not yeah, it's not sure. shot well. The the horse subway. Again, horse versus tank in Last Crusade. So it's like, okay, that's a good idea. And that is a that, was, that is a fucking all-time sequence too. It's so yeah. good. And this I was it was so it's boring. just a, it's just a digital 
painting. Like it's I don't I feel nothing yeah. in during these sequences, which is and then he, so sad yeah. for Indiana Jones. Because then he gets in the subway and he says like subway's faster and they're trying to do a no ticket. And it's like, yeah, thanks for reminding me of the better movie. Like yeah. every time they tried to do something that nod, I was just reminded and it was there was I swear to fucking God, we haven't talked about the Spielberg, the lack of the Spielberg wonder, which re I felt because it's, it's there is like it's a intrinsic cut. to, to Indy's yeah. DNA. Like the, there is like the a long cut every shots. two fucking seconds. It's in this so movie. Ba- it's the, mm, it, it only happens during the action sequences really because he lets Mangold lets the, the drama scenes play and he does interesting things during them. Like there's, um, when they film the scene where they load, uh, I think it's the kid, or it may be, it may be Helena. They kidnap somebody. Anyway, um, it's during the Moon Day Parade where they load somebody into the back of the truck, and it's filmed in a really compelling way. Like, the camera follows, and then it goes right up to the back mm-hmm. of the door, and the door shuts, so you really feel that sense of motion and then sudden confinement. Like, there's a lot of stuff like that. And, like, Mangold's not a bad director. Usually, I, 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 maybe he is, but I didn't think he was. But so, which is what it's, it makes the action sequences so frustrating because they're so confined and you can't see anything. And it's they're all there's so much digital bullshit on yeah, every frame, a... like color correction and de aging and digital effects. And it's just there's no there's nothing that comes close to just the truck chase scene in Raiders. And that film yeah. is forty years old. It's it's. It's kind of pathetic. It really, it really does is. feel like, like yeah, you can't. Like there's, there's a behind you, the scenes you, you can yeah. watch like a, a featurette on the pra- how practical. It reminds me of when Jurassic World did the featurettes of yeah. like it's real, and it's like no, it's not. No, Stop you, you pretending. Made, you made two puppet heads, and you're just yeah. painting the rest of it with digital effects. Like, and you know this what is you the did. same where in the behind the scene video again, minute long behind the scene video for this. They show multiple CGI scenes in their one about how practical everything is. They show like the plane scene and it's like, what are you talking about? Like there is, there is definitely like, yes, there's a stuntman on a horse. Yes. Those car chases, you can tell they're real, but for Indiana Jones, that's nothing. That's fucking nothing. Give me a boat chase. You know, give me, give me the tank. Give me like, that's the thing. This shit is nothing for Indiana Jones. And to try to fucking act like, Ooh, look at these stunts. And then on top of that, the fact that they shot it so badly that I can't even tell what they're hiding. When he, when he does the shelf stunt, when he knocks over the shelf, it takes like three shots to show that happen. And that that should have been the money, man. Yeah. Well, and the he mummy does, did this he, 20 years ago better. Indiana Jones did it in Crystal Skull when he's running yes. on top of the shelves in, in Area 51 and he fucking whip swings down to the truck and all the shelves are falling over. And that's a yep. fucking practical stunt. Exactly. And it looks like one. And so it like, looks great. I don't know. And you know how they hit Indiana Jones? Lighting. You couldn't yep. see his face because of the way it was lit. And so, like, I don't want to hear anybody tell me that these stunts are practical, even if they sort of are. They're, like, they're it's doing like, practical, they're practical stunts in front of a green screen. It's like Tom Cruise yeah, holding exactly. his breath for that sequence in Mission Impossible 5, but it was all right. digital. So it was like, well, why did you even bother? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the fact that there's so many cuts. The auction scene, where there's like, okay, we have to fight our way out of here. I was like, you know what this would be a good time for? A fucking one like, like, give me something I can work with here. Instead, it's just right. cut there's, to shit. Such, Every sequence the, the is Indiana, cut to shit. The Indiana Jones action sequence are all about movement, right? It's all yeah. about it's all about 
being in motion and uh, the continued escalation and the game of it, but they're all about being in motion and trying to get, yeah. So it's, it's so and it's weird all about that like, all the, the way this movie is shot is it, shot specifically in a way that cuts the motion and limits the rhythm. It like it just makes it real maladroit, and you never get a rhythm going, and you don't get a right. sense of motion. It just feels so anti Indiana Jones. And if the reason why, if someone says, "Well, he was too old," then don't make the movie. Then don't if make the, the movie. reason was why, well, we didn't have enough time to shoot this right, I would say, "No, you you spent like three hundred million dollars on this." You have no excuses. There's no excuses to not make the action scenes of your action movie good. It's a stunt movie. There is a stunt show devoted to it at Disney. Yes, again. It is a stunt movie. And if you're cutting away and not showing the stunts, then you have a big fucking problem. Again, in Crystal Skull, Harrison Ford was in his 70s. And they, they got around that. Like I just said, they, there's a there's a thrilling practical stunt scene where he's Indy is running atop some shelves in Area 51 and then whip swings down to a truck. And they did that by hiding the stuntman's face with lighting. You don't need yep. a fucking hundred million dollar supercomputer to do that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's that it's fundamentally not Indiana Jones in the, in the stunts. And I would say on top of just, I'd say a fucking flaccid ass plot where Indiana Jones, the character, again, I don't think he has no arc. He has no agency and he's not consistent in from the, him from the previous films. Like it's, this is a fucking F to me. And then there's stuff where I'm like in a, in a vacuum, like why was that random CIA agent in this? That lady was cool. Uh, it would have been neat to have her no in the idea. movie. I really thought there's a subplot where Mads Mikkelsen is part of uh, Operation Paperclip. He's been brought over to America to work on uh, uh, rockets and shit. Uh, yeah. America did that with Nazi scientist Werner von Braun, yeah. most famously. So Mads' character helped build the rocket that sent the astronauts to the moon. Um, so there's this subplot where he's got like an attache or like a, uh, um, like a, like a little, little group of, of spooks basically assigned to him. And they seem to be trying to get the dial as well, but like yeah. partway through one of them. Yeah. That super cool lady is like, Hey, this guy has gone way far afield. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's like lost his mind and they do like a heel turn on her and they shoot her. But like, her partner is Boyd Holbrook. Uh, Boyd Holbrook is like the main henchman in this film. And he's the guy from Predators. If you remember, he's the main yeah. character. Um, and he's like, he's got a deep Southern accent in this movie. He's an, a, a fucking a, as, as American as, as cornbread, I guess. Um, and they just have him be like Mads Mikkelsen's like number one guy throughout the whole movie. And then at the very end, when they travel back in time, he starts speaking German. So it's yeah. like they had this whole weird subplot that they sort of jettison and don't really like I really thought they don't explain they're keeping it. this this Boyd Holbrook character around. Yeah, like I thought like, oh, he's obviously he wants the dial for the American government because there's no way the fucking U.S. government wouldn't learn about a time traveling device and not want it. Like, that's why they're yeah. helping him. But like, he's just like full blown Nazi. Apparently, like it's I thought there's a the lot of stuff they were... just leave on the table or like don't yeah, explain. I thought, 
I thought the villains were fucking weak. Um, like I liked Mads. I, I understood Mads. Oh, good actors all around. But well, his, yeah, his, Mad, his, I mean, his, Mads is simple. He's simple. He's well, a, a I, Nazi. I, I appreciated. The, I appreciated the turn that he wants to go back in time to kill Hitler because Hitler was a fucking fuck up. Yes, um, but I I think there was something. I I actually can't put my finger on this, so I I might have to like think about this. But something fell off about these villains versus the originals, um, even Crystal Skulls, in terms of how we presented them in the scenes. Like, I feel like we spent too much time it's just the same, with them. It's the same thing um, that you're ta- you've talked about before in the Jurassic World movies, where they don't film the dinosaurs in a way that really conveys their presence. Yeah. Like, Spielberg understands to shoot the villains and, like, their subordinates, like the weird Nazi toady guy in the first movie with the, that gets the medallion burned into his hand. Right. Like, the big guys, the, the even even the big Russian dude in Crystal Skull. Like, Crystal Skull has a lot of faults, but, like, he still filmed that guy in a way that every time that guy was in a scene, you're like, he's going to fuck someone up, and this guy's going to be a real problem to deal with. Right. And he never There's does that. This, this... Mangold never does that in this movie. I also feel like he shot like again i i have to rewatch but like i'm sure this isn't entirely right but i feel like the villains only really appear when indy is around or main character like rarely do we spend time alone with the villains where this movie spent more time alone with the villains and they made them like that was the thing is like they felt less mysterious we spent more time with them they also just like felt like they're like there was the two main ones and then there was the big guy um, and again, like, I also didn't feel like any brawls, any one-on-ones. It didn't feel at the end, like, I didn't even realize, like, it, like, when they all just get, like, dumped out of a plane. And, they like, really robbed us of a fight. Just, like, Indy usually yeah. fights somebody. He fights that big Nazi in front of the plane. He fights that big right. uh, child slaver on the conveyor belt. He fight, I mean, he fist fights Malaram dangling from the side of a cliff. Like, he fights, uh, he fights a fucking tank in Last Crusade. Right. Um, and, and Crystal Scully fights that big Russian guy. Like there's always there's always like a brawl that you're right. That's another like this movie really doubled down on the chases. There's like six or seven chases in this movie. Maybe not that many, but like every yeah. action sequence pretty much in this movie is a chase. So they understood that aspect of Indiana Jones movies being about motion. But like there's no brawl, which there's is no like brawling. the other aspect of like Indiana Jones fucking I never, punches people. Right. I never really felt like I knew how many henchmen there were either where it's like, I don't know. They always seem to get new ones. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't, yeah. Like you said, I didn't really, I didn't really get who they were as a group. Um, and then, yeah, like they, again, they know they are supposed to do certain things. Like for example, they kidnap Indiana Jones at the end. I would argue why, unlike the other Indiana Jones, they need him in the other Indiana Jones, right? They're like, we need you to solve the thing. And this one, they're just like, take him. And it's like, why are you taking him? Why are you? T- because you need to. They also shoot him, uh, which I don't know if you remember Last Crusade, but that used to be a big problem when someone gets shot. Uh, and Indiana Jones just gets shot in the chest in this. And then there's like three more scenes and he's just there's like existing. There's like 25 minutes of movie after he gets shot. Yeah, um, he's just shot. However, for like... Uh, I, the movie does treat it like a big deal. Like he's, he's, he's visibly diminished. He's not able to physically do as much. Um, yeah. There, it's the whole kind of lynch linchpin of the, of the conflict when 
Phoebe Waller-Bridge is trying to convince him to come back to her time. And, and he's like, no, I want to stay here. And she's like, you're going to fucking die in like yeah, a you're day gonna die. if you stay but here. It's like, like, he'd already, he shouldn't be standing, you know? No, and he, should, like, he shouldn't be, but that's I, also... I would argue uh, that's not, well, I would argue that's not Indiana Jones. Because again, when people get shot in Indiana Jones, they're usually down. Like, has Indiana Jones ever been shot uh, and kept going? Like, like that? Yeah. No. Because his father was shot and it was a big deal. In fact, in this movie, a CIA agent is shot in the chest and she's down. Uh, and then he's shot like more or less in the same area. I know like it's, obviously it's in the, it's in the magic, it's in the magic shoulder area that movies yeah. shoot their heroes in. That just that just stood out as being weird in general. Um, but like it is, it, that's more of a nitpick, but at the same time, it didn't, it didn't feel like Indiana Jones. I don't know. I don't know. Something there was, about that. They do another scene where in the, the, the moon day parade, like Boyd Holbrook, um, is, uh, trying to find Indy in a sea of people. So he shoots his gun in the air and everybody yeah. gets down. It's a cool shot. It's a really cool it's sequence. A cool idea. Um, yeah. unfortunately it's a cool sequence right up until they start chasing him on his horse and then it goes into shit. But like, so yeah. in that sequence, like it was a nice reminder that, Oh, this is it. This is the early sixties. Like we haven't become just used to mass shoot. Like a gun is still a big fucking deal. Um, right. in this time. So you're right. It is weird that at the end of the movie, he kind of gets, and they, he gets shot and they do treat it with some weight, but probably not as much as they should have. You're right. Yeah. Not really. Not for Indiana Jones, I would not say. Not for Indy, I guess. Why is he <sighs> telling them that their calculations are wrong at the end? What would he, why would he tell them that? Because um, he, he wants them to know they, I understood that perfectly. Because like yeah? from, from Indy's point of view, he's fucked. Like they're taking him with them. They just, they just want to take him with them to the past. So like Mads can be like, hey, look, I, I won, you lost. Ha ha. So you can gloat and shoot him. But like, so Indy can't do anything. Like he's doomed, but he is seeing that they're fucked and that their plan is going to fail. So right. he can't resist letting them know because he wants to see them realize that they fucked up before they kill him. Like I got yeah, that. I understood that perfectly. I would have told that's them. Fair. <laughs> it, it, uh, that sequence, man, because again, I, I remember thinking like, is this really how it ends? And I don't mean the, the time travel. I, I mean that it, the entire thrilling conclusion takes place in a green screen cockpit like that also fucking boggled my mind like oh. even the young people like uh uh fucking uh helena she doesn't really fight people like that was the thing that kind of amazed me too they brought a younger person on i was like surely she'll fight people. she fought some people she dumps them all out of the plane <laughs> she just pulls a lever and they oh, all I fall meant, i meant throughout the film but yeah oh throughout the film yeah a little bit but the fact like it, this is another thing where it's like as far as I can think of, most of the Indiana Jones end with some sort of brawl or some sort of showdown or some sort of clever moment, right? Like uh, no, most of them don't end with a brawl. Most of no, them, no. most of them end with the villain hanging themselves and Indy right. Indy realizing that they've hung themselves and just Ours, stepping back and letting them do it. I guess it's also him outsmarting them. Yes, I, I guess. Um, uh, Temple of Doom ends with a bit of a brawl. It's, it's more. Um, it's more of a fight. But than even most. that is a standoff. It's a. I think the word is standoff, right? Where uh, he's cutting the the rope. Bit of a shot. Um, I mean, and, Raiders. They're tied to a stake. Like Last Crusade, he's just sort of being held at gunpoint, and Julian. But he Glover definitely outsmarts the wrong. Them. Yeah, he always outsmarts them. Last Crusade, he outsmarts them. He's don't look. 
Um, oh, no, sorry. Uh, uh, Raiders. Don't look. He figures it out. Last Crusade, solving the puzzle. Temple puzzles. of Doom, he figures out, you know, you betrayed Shiva. It, he makes the rocks come alive yep. to beat Molaram. Right, right, right. And Crystal, um, Crystal Skull, he realizes that they shouldn't be in that antechamber with... Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the weaker one. But, like, I really feel like this one, yeah, skipped on that, where it was just, like, they're on a plane... They kind of beat some people up and then the plane crashes. They jump out and the plane crashes. And I was like, that's um, it that's, came. That's like the middle of Temple of Doom. Yeah. Not the end of a movie. He doesn't outsmart them in any way. He doesn't out puzzle them. He doesn't solve any puzzles um, except for the water displacement, which I thought was lazy as shit. Well, it was it happens where it was in a like, minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, I there's think, no outsmarting him. Well, I, I think, think that's part of why they wanted him to yell that the calculations were wrong. Um, even though, where th- I also am confused about that because do do they say like, oh, Archimedes? It's just he designed it just to come back to him. Is that what they're saying? What do you mean? So I thought at the end they said like it doesn't do time travel at all. It just designs it for you to come back to Archimedes' time. Am I making that up? Because otherwise, it is a staggering coincidence that they went back in time to meet Archimedes with a device that Archimedes made. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yes, it was always... Well, actually, I'm not sure. I think this movie is really bad. Like, I can't Um, tell because Indy shouts that thing about... The calculation being wrong. So I was like, I was ready. Honestly, when they were, I was, I was so nihilist at that point. I was like, ready to go to like want, dinosaur times or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Or I want him to cause nine 11. Fuck it. Like I, whatever, like the future, Indiana Jones goes to the future. I'd be, I'd be like, fuck it. Let's do it. Um, or like, yeah, dinosaurs, let's do it. But they went to probably the most boring location to me, which was a battle, uh, like scene, um, that again, we had really no, like, there was nothing leading up to it in terms of Indiana Jones where it's like, why would he be like, if it was like the crusades or something makes a little more sense. If it had been the crusades, it would have been, it would have made perfect sense. Right. But they brought it to Archimedes and I, I don't know why the fuck they did that other than that. It's he's the person. And then they sort of say like, Oh no, it was always designed to bring you back to Archimedes. They do say there is a bit about how Archimedes specifically invented it to bring help to right. his so side during that war the calculations weren't wrong or rather they were irrelevant i think then. the calculations were irrelevant and he's he's also saying like you're not it's because of the tectonic whatever like the movement like the thing but they're going into a rift so like the calculations aren't wrong right he's looking for a rift and the rift is there and he's like no nah, this isn't the right rift i guess well they're not entering like, oh. it. they're not entering it at the right coordinates is what right. indy seems to be suggesting but yeah. it does but it the, does yeah, seem that, like the it was irrelevant yeah right and then we should have had that matter and yeah it was irrelevant and then like imagine if they went back to a time that was really hard or like intense dinosaurs fuck it and then the fun would be getting back but that, but they skip that. He gets punched out and wakes up back. So again, you think about you know these. Well, uh, like, the way every other movie has gone, like it would have been, it would have made more sense for Indy to figure out 
that the time travel wasn't going to be what they thought. Like Kim is like, oh, Archimedes yeah. didn't design it to travel to any point. He designed it because he wanted help. We got to get out of this plane. You know, like, yeah, and exactly. then he would leave and then they would get, the bad guys would get zapped back in time and get stuck there. That's how Indiana Jones works typically. And they would is, get murdered horribly right, they or get, something they get like hoist, that. Yeah. They, get, they step in their own shit. They step on a rake and they, they fuck yeah. themselves up because they don't understand what the thing is, but Indy understood it. Right. Yeah. It's just it's it's yeah you're right it is kind of weirdly reverent to some aspects of the series but like not to most of the spirit of it not really also Antonio Banderas is in it for a scene and I don't know why a baffling casting decision yeah, there's a there's also little things like the kid runs off for very little reason I thought no reason whatsoever and they don't really set no reason up. whatsoever. Yeah. It's just so you can get kidnapped. And the kid, I know what they were trying to do. They didn't accomplish it. The kid's fine. Uh, he's not really a character. They just make him short round again. <laughs> it was like, kind all right. Of, yeah. I just think like, there, like again, there were probably little moments in this that you could pick out. But it's like finding, you know, like, I don't know, uh, candy and a pile of shit for me. Where I'm like, eh, it's all shit then. Like, it, it's just, I, I think this movie is uh like shameful <laughs> i re- i really do and i i think that like the this is um a sign that the bar has been really lowered at this point like this the idea that like i i get it we've all been through a traumatic time um which of course leads to some of the i would argue some of the worst movies ever whenever america yeah, or the world really goes through does. trauma it really does yeah and i think we're in another one of those and i think this is a movie much like i don't know the star wars prequels or jurassic world luckily this isn't making enough money that they're going to make more of them probably but i think that it's like yes the music is there we all want to be in the movies um and i think the bar is just kind of so low that people are accepting it but honestly not even because it's again it's not really doing that no, good it's like i don't mid, think it's mid reviews yeah. yeah exactly and so like my weird take is like mid isn't bad enough like it, it, it's true is that in a vacuum you could maybe argue it was mid but as an indiana jones it fails his character it fails the tone right it fails the action it is a worse movie than crystal skull oh 100 yeah. never a question of that and crystal skull had more right to exist because yep George Lucas was like, let's make another. And yeah, that, I, that's more of right. And it closed out money the grab. character. Yeah. Like this is, this, this is, is a- digging him up to punch him in the stomach and then just drop him back into an apartment. It, like it, it man. Yeah. yeah. It just felt so gross. And like, it's just, I don't know. I it think never should be fucking ashamed for making it. It never, I, I, it yeah. never once felt special. No. And I think that's and that's something that struck me about the latest Star Wars movies too is they never they do not feel special, right? And they don't feel like they're they're nearly trying or really like yeah. thinking about it enough. They're resting on like imagery, um, and they're like this is it feels like they were just like it's good enough, and it's weird that they've spent so much money. And again, it it feels like rock bottom for our studio system i mean i feel like like part of that budget is the fact that there's like a 25 minute sequence of a de-aged harrison ford like that's not cheap oh yeah now all went to antonio banderas he was like a hundred million to be in this and they're like we can't have it without you antonio 
They really, you're, they you're really, the glue. they really put Antonio Banderas in an Indiana Jones movie and fucking wasted him. Yeah, why wasn't he the villain? Why wasn't he? A why wasn't character? he a huge character? Why was he in one scene and then gets shot kind of off yeah. screen? It's it's a baffling film, and I don't understand why they would make this and think that they're going to make money. Uh, and I don't know what they thought they were doing. My only guess is that this was a disaster behind the scenes. This was like Waterworld or something where like they were so pot committed by the end that they had to slap something together Man. because it feels it's dark. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all I can think with this like that. Why would they do that ending again? He's not the one obsessed with Archimedes. It's the other guy. They established that. Mm -hmm. Why would they have him he, have no agency? Yep. Why would he get remember the eels scene where he's just like bothered by eels right. and then it doesn't because they're kind of really like snakes, anywhere. but then it doesn't yeah. matter. And you, yeah. you can't even tell what's going on in that sequence anyway. You really can't. And then it just ends and it's like, oh, okay, I guess that didn't matter. Like it's yeah. man. What a, it's a real they, fucking they really, just a wet. Yeah, they really fart. throw a lot of stuff away in this movie. They do. It it feels like a mess, and it feels like 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 you're saying the director's not a bad director. Although I've repeatedly found myself not liking the stuff. David Kep is one of the four screenwriters on this. Four fucking screenwriters, which is a yep. big sign to me. Not counting the like story by credits. That makes it six screenwriters technically is credited. Um, it, it's not bad people behind it. So I can only kind of conclude this was a cynical studio money grab um, that once Spielberg dropped out, they should have said, oh, okay, so we're not doing it. Right. Like, that's what they should have said. They should have said, we're not doing it then. Spielberg, this is his series. But since they couldn't do that, uh, they probably already dumped money into it. They were just like, all right, let's keep it going. And like, I don't know what happened. Probably some pandemic shit. But there is a there is some point where they should have said, we need to stop uh, early on. And they didn't. And then it was too late. And we got this. And it is, I don't know, man. Like, I, I they should just bury this film. I mean, this film is going to get buried by time. I think it really I is. I think this one is going to be the forgotten. Yeah. This is going to be it like this be. is going to be like the never say never again of the James yeah. Bond series. And it's weird cuz it, it made me really depressed and it didn't make me depressed cuz like, you know, me and you were writers. Um I don't think of this as like, oh, how bad did Hollywood get because Hollywood's studios movies have been pretty fucking bleak. Um yeah. but indie indie films, not Indiana Jones, but indie films are fine. You know, I don't think I I'm not a doomsayer with movies where I'm like it's all getting worse. I think it ebbs and flows, like, like depending on you yeah. know certain things. Yeah, I think I think the um, current we're we're we are witnessing the current studio bubble bursting. I sure fucking hope so. Um, yeah, and that that definitely needs to burst for sure. There is a problem with studio blockbusters. There has been for a while, and this is this symbolizes that for sure. But what really made me sad was just as an Indiana Jones fan, it just made me sad. Like I was just like this. I hate this. It made me, it made me sad all day after watching it. Whereas <laughs> like, what a bad fucking Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't make me feel anything but frustrated. Yeah. So 
This is Jurassic World again for me. Yeah, I'm just I think like, it's a little bit better than Jurassic fucking... World, but not by much. It is better. Yeah, know. it is a little better than Jurassic World for sure. But I think it's a similar vibe to me, um, where it didn't understand the movies. Like Jurassic World clearly didn't understand Jurassic Park. Um, yeah. And I think it for a lot of people it was good enough because they're like, well, it has the music and there's the dinosaurs, um, and this feels the same. Where it's like, yeah, he's got the hat and whip, you know. It's fun. Does he use it's the like, whip? Is it though? No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is he is he at all the same character? Is it does it feel like the same film? I I just don't think so. It really doesn't. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say about this day. We can be done. Okay. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to I don't know, use a dial to go back in time yeah. to when I don't have to see this movie. Assassinate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> going to go back. Yeah, I'm going to assassinate this movie. That's what I'm going to yeah. do. <laughs> oh fuck hi hi everybody uh we have a patreon we do patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed uh you can go on there you can uh get like exclusive podcasts like tom and jeff watch batman fox Mulder's a maniac star trek next futurama and spiel boys we watch movies every friday night with our patrons i'm not gonna be watching this one um no. i mean maybe when the the the, the wound is healed because like we watched jurassic world i feel like just to complain about it at we some did point. yeah we did this is a long one though yeah this is a long one so it's, it's the longest problem. indiana jones movie it has no right to be has no right to be um but yeah check out our patreon you love us you love us <laughs> you love us we also have a store head over to patreon not patreon.com head over to gamefieldemployed.com you can find a link to our teespring store we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs so you can get on t-shirts mugs stickers posters all sorts of things so slap your time traveling peepers onto that do it do it do it oh when um when he punches that kid we didn't talk about that wait what when Salah oh. punches the fucking oh yeah yeah fucking the, he just broke. yeah <laughs> That I don't high point it. of the high point of the movie. Sure, that's it. Sure, he runs in, punches a guy who's yeah. like, "I know you. You're a fugitive." He Superman. Ah. Pu- he Superman punches a guy that should have seen him sprinting up to Superman yeah. punch him. Amazing, great movie, perfect, incredible movie. film, flawless. All right, yeah, bye, bye. bye.